Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pure Hope Show. Do you know that this is our seventh year in broadcasting to all of you? And I was just telling a couple of young women here at the office that every time I wonder who's listening to the podcast that we have here, We get phone calls in from all across the nation, all the way from California to Florida to um, Tennessee and also to Canada. So it has been a joy and a privilege coming into your homes, coming into your heart for our seventh year. We have had such tremendous guests on our program tonight. Um, We are going to be um, doing a program. We are hoping that she calls in shortly. We're waiting for a phone call from Echo Bodine that she has been on a program before. She's well-renowned and an internationally known psychic and author and healer. Echo was born with psychic abilities and the gift of healing at the age of 17, believe it or not. Her abilities include clairvoyance, which is seeing, clairaudience, which is hearing, clairsentience, which is sensing, and clairgustance which many people don't know, that's having the ability to smell, like a cigar of smoke or flowers or perfume, perhaps, of someone of whom you once loved. And so she has been a longtime teacher and profound helper upon this planet, bringing in information that has helped us change who we are. And so we want you to know that We are going to start right in. The first thing we're going to talk about is our star gathering. So listen up, everyone. Here is an opportunity at the Hope Interfaith Center. It is our second annual star gathering at the center. And what this is is that we are welcoming all of our brothers and all of our sisters who know that they've come from the stars and different planets to what I call a keynote experience featuring esteemed teachers from across the nation. These teachers are dedicated to sharing new tools for personal as well as planetary ascension. The uh, gathering is going to be on June 22nd and June 23rd. It's going to start at 8.30 and at 5.30. The speakers that we're going to have this year is once again a returning guest is going to be Reverend Carrie Chapman. She is a spiritual teacher. She is a healer. She is a channel. Um, She's going to be speaking about the Akashic Records. Joy Elaine, if you have not heard of Joy Elaine, go to the Hope Interfaith Center and listen and get to know Joy Elaine. She is an author of many books. She is an energy healer, and she is also She's going to be speaking about non-duality, and the fairies, and uh, so much more. The 
Um, next guest that we're going to have at our star gathering is Brian McCullen. I would consider Brian a personal friend of mine. He is exuberant when he speaks. He's an energy worker and a facilitator and an inspirational speaker. He's going to be talking about energy work for self and for Gaia. Then, of course, we have uh, the most powerful Caroline Oceana Ryan. She is also an author, a speaker, a channeler. She is going to be speaking about abundance, but what I'd like to tell everybody that she is also um, very, very good at knowing about the star children. Lori Spenga, who is an animal communicator and ascension teacher, she is going to be coming and speaking as well. And if you are more interested in this opportunity, you can contact uh, Hope Interface Center at www.hopeinterfacecenter.com. Or you can call our center also at 507-386-1242. And the cost of that for one day is only $122 a day or $222 for the weekend. So I am just going to be um, letting you know about the beloved Echo Dean that is on the air with us. She is, um, I consider her um, one of the most resilient and holy women that I know. She's very easy, easy to talk to. Our topic tonight is how to stay resilient in a changing world. Um, She, from my perspective, is a woman who has provided clear and what I call easily understandable information. Sometimes we get lost in the humble jumbo of uh, lyric, and she is very profound in when she speaks. She is a multi-talented in so many ways and yet is so easily approachable. She is deep and she has seasoned knowledge that will help us move and ride the waves into the next spot within the universe. So I'm just going to tell you once again a little bit about her. Echo Baudin is an internationally acclaimed ghost buster, psychic, clairvoyant, a spiritual leader, as well as a teacher. She has appeared on national television and radio shows, too almost numerous to even talk about. Echo first discovered that she was born with these psychic abilities and the gift of healing, and she found that out about the age of 17. What happened is that she continued to grow, and she awoken, taking classes, and now after many years later, she is living her sacred contract by being um, uh, a teacher and an author of many numerous books. Uh, You'll be able to see what those books are on our website. Here are just a few of the books, Touched by a Master, The God Within, Wisdom of the Elders, A Healing with the Angels, guidance from the light and more so without further ado we welcome echo bodine to our program this evening hi echo holy smokes that was quite an introduction my darling holy smokes no wonder i'm so tired yeah isn't that the truth isn't that the truth well this is what I told uh, Jody and the girls. I said, I'm so glad Echo's on the program tonight because she is so easily able to talk and we just are kind of kindred spirits. And so the conversation, <laughs> but you are uh, a busy woman and continue to be so. Is that right? Yes. Well, yes. You know, um, now that I listen to everything you just said, oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm very busy. Yes. 
Yes, yes, you oh, are. it is, yes, girl. You, you just go throughout your day, you do your thing, and then at night you think, hmm, did I do enough? Hmm, maybe not, maybe so. And that's, that's how it is around here. Sorry, I'm yeah. feeding my kids at the same time, honey. Okay, there. I don't have to yeah. think about her anymore. Okay. So it's a so, pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to be on your show again. I love hanging out well, with you guys. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love having you on, too. Everybody goes, oh, Echo Bodine, you know, you're quite well known in this area and across the nation because I see eyebrows go up in a very good way when I mention your name, Echo. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Eyebrows go up. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, my gosh, girl. So, honey, well, where are we going on. today? I like that. I like that you said I'm resilient. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, That's a nice yeah. compliment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I thought that we'd ta- take that up as a topic about resiliency and just being a teacher, you know, as long as you've been a teacher and as long as I've been a teacher and doing the work that uh, we've had, you yeah. know, we've had a bit uh, navigating to do on this journey of ours and we've had to be very resilient. So yes. I was just wondering, what has kept you going all of these years? You know, sweetie pie, God, that's such a good question. There's just this. There's this constant inner nudge to just keep going. Even when times were tough, you know, financially, uh, business was slow or, uh, you know, it, it just, it just keeps saying, just keep going. Come on, keep yeah. going. And yeah. you know exactly that feeling. You just oh, can't. Oh, my Lord. And honey, haven't you had days where you just think, okay, I'm done. I, I've, I I can't do any more. And then there you are doing it again. Yes. 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 I've, I've said that many times to my husband. Meet me at um, a bar. <laughs> and I'm going to quit the Hope Interface Center. And he goes, I don't think that's such a deal, my dear. So. <laughs> oh, I know. But, but it, you know, isn't it fun to think we have options? We can yeah. just, you know, walk away anytime we want. But truth is, neither one of us are ever going to walk away from this work because, right. oh, honey, because you know why? People, people are so grateful, and people are looking, people are searching. And you know, I mean, how does it seem to you lately? I would say in the last year, I th- it seems like more and more people are opening up to the work we do and. They want to understand all of this better. You know, why are they here? What is the purpose of all this? Are you seeing more of it, would you say, in the last year? Yes. Or do you think it's all kind of been the same? Um, for me and for the work that we do at the Hope Interface Center and for me personally, I always think, well, this year it's going to slow down. This year it's going to slow down. <laughs> oh, it's and... going to slow down. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and crazy. it hasn't. And oh it my hasn't. God, it's gonna slow down. Sorry, <laughs> girlfriend, that's not gonna happen anymore. No, 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 no. It is. A, there is a grand awakening, is there not? There's a, just a grand <laughs> awakening. Yes, which is there is, which is lovely. That's what we've kind of looked for and want, worked really hard for. So yes, yes, we have. So what would? What advice would you give um, people who are just kind of starting out in this kind of business? Um, what kind of information could you help them with if they're thinking about doing this type of work? Oh, 
Oh, boy. You know, I actually have a, on my website, I actually have a book, or a book. Um, it's like a little, I, th- I, I don't know, I, I think it's seven or nine pages. Uh, it's called, uh, well, see, I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, but it's um, advice, oh, I wish I knew now what I what I didn't know then or something like that, honey. And yes. it, it's just guidance for people who are thinking about taking their gifts to the next level and um, just working with people, even financially. Um, uh, what else? Um, oh, like advertising. It just covers all of those areas. So if anybody out there is wondering, gosh, what do I do? How do I do this? I would highly recommend. I think he charges, he being my producer, I think he charges $7 for it. And um, it's a very helpful little guide. But what would I say just in general? Well, I guess first of all, I would say have some money in the bank before you actually hang out your shingle, whatever it is. If you're a healer, a psychic, a medium, uh, um if you are thinking of doing this full time, you definitely want to. Um, oh boy, there's so many, so many areas where we could go with this. But okay, you need to have at least some money in the bank uh, just mm-hmm. to fall back on because starting out a business like this is. Uh, not easy, and I don't want to discourage anybody, but I don't want to make it sound all flowery because I know when I first started being a full-time psychic, when I quit my barbering job and started doing this, it was, whoa, uh, it was a shock to uh, go from making good money to barely making any money because you don't advertise, uh, you know, it. You need to go at it slow if you can have some kind of a plan, you know, instead of just going off, uh, oh, I'm going to do this for a living. No, you really need to have some kind of a plan. And definitely you need to have a good relationship with your intuition because my intuition has always been my guide, my guide for all my business decisions, um, you know, even when it's time to give take a raise give give myself a raise i've always done according to my intuition so for all of you out there you need to get the guidance from within the world is going to tell you one thing and your inner voice might end up telling you a different thing and so i really want you to work on and that and what do you want to do for tuesday of a jam what sweetheart um, I I put on somebody else. <laughs> Sorry, that was oh, overcoming. that's okay, honey. So I uh, I think that let me really good quick. Um, let me just say I really quick. Live. I've got a book. I wrote a book okay. called A Still Small Voice, and I would really recommend that for anybody listening because it just seems like now more than ever we all really need to be tuning into our intuition to get the guidance that we need. And that's mm-hmm. what I've got about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good information because that's what I've been doing too. They asked me what my strategy plan was 
And I said, mm-hmm. well, I really didn't have a strategy. I just had intuition when spirit told me to do this or spirit told me to do that. I exactly. would go, huh, really? But I would follow well, yep. it. Yep. Exactly, yep. honey. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In your work right now, because of everything happening, where do you think people are getting the most stuck in their life right now? What do you see in your work where people are getting stuck in their lives right now? Well, you know what, honey? It goes back to intuition. That um, I see that with my students. Uh, okay, I want you to listen to your intuition. Yeah, but they they get stuck in fear or lack of trust, and um, that you know, at least in my world, that <clears throat> is what I'm seeing <clears throat> more than ever for people is that they need. To really go inside, find intuition, learn how to work with it. And the biggest issue for all of us is trust. A lot of us don't trust. Um, And that is where people get stuck. I'm trying to think of other areas where people get stuck. I don't know, honey. You know, um, I just came right now. I just came from a class that I teach. It's uh, studying the life of Jesus, and it's just we had a really fascinating talk today about our will versus God's will and how we can get really stuck, you know, with fear, in fear about what God's going to ask us to do. Um, it was just a really good conversation about getting unstuck and trusting a higher power, trusting the, um, oh, trusting the creator. That's where I see people. That's where I see a void in people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, oh gosh, you know, honey, it makes me sad when I see that in people because it, it just seems to me like they're just going in circles. You know, they're trying to find happiness, trying to find direction, trying to feel, gu- trying to find guidance. And they keep going outside of themselves looking for it. And it's not outside, and yeah, it's that's where I see a lot of people getting stuck. Is they're afraid to move forward, they're afraid to change, uh, they're afraid, just afraid, really. A mm-hmm. lot of people are afraid mm-hmm. right now. Mhm. They are. Don't you they think? Are, they are. Oh, absolutely. It's. I mean, it's very interesting right now with this change that is occurring. It's funny that you just said that you came from that class of Jesus Christ because I know that you are really get messages and mentoring and information from Jesus Christ. And so I was going to ask you, what has been one of the last teachings and information that you've received from him? What's the most important thing that people can do now? It's pretty cool um, because what he says to me always is people have it all wrong. They keep worshiping me, and it's not about me at all, and I wish they would stop making it all about me and go within, you know, read, listen to my teachings. But, you know, sweetheart, this is where this is part of the discussion we had today too. There's so many different religions that have, uh, interpreted Jesus's messages in so many different ways, and a lot of people. Oh God, I tell you, some of these religions. Oh my God, they're. Uh, yep. Oh God, you know, honey, 
it, oh, I could just go on forever. Um, but that's what Jesus has said to me is everybody worships me and that's where they stay stuck. They keep asking me to do these things and um, it's up to them to go within, find the kingdom of God within them. And even if they don't know what they what that is, they should be looking for it. They should be trying to learn about it because Jesus says, you know, that's what I did. I He said, I knew my oneness with the father, mother, and I taught about it. But that back then, everybody made it about the man and um, made it about focusing on me. And he said, and I will continue to teach people that the kingdom of God is within them and that their job is to go within and find that kingdom of God. They need to know that they are a child of God. Um, And he has said that to me. I can't even tell you how many numerous times uh, just in meditation or, you know, sometimes he's just appeared to me and said, you need to get people to keep this simple. They're complicating everything. And so right now uh, our Jesus group is reading the um, the book of Thomas and, and how it's really cool because it takes each one of the messages that Jesus gave us and then it, it interprets it from Aramaic oh. into English. And it's really interesting, oh. honey. So anyway, that's the message that I hear so often is, Echo, it's not about me. It's about them. They all have the same things I had and have, and they need to find that within themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be an mm-hmm. interesting class to take, a really phenomenal class to take. Yeah, honey, it so, is. It's cool. So how did you keep your resilience up when you are you meet naysayers or oh people who don't believe in healers or helpers yeah. upon the planet at this time? Or that you, you even know, honey, seen or talked to Jesus Christ? Yeah. Okay, I was you know what I did and I might have talked about this the last time I was on your show is I did a um workshop down in Omaha oh, was it Omaha or Lincoln uh, I can't I, I can't remember it no wait it was a college in Omaha I think and I was going to teach a one-day workshop on psychic development the difference between psychic abilities and intuition okay can you all right listen to this all of the ministers of that small town, so it was a small town, yeah, got together and wrote an open letter to the citizens of, oh, wait, maybe it was North Platte. Yeah, North Platte, uh, not to attend my day-long workshop at the campus. Oh, my gosh. No, an open letter. Yeah. Wow. Um, So, you know what I do when when I come... Oh, 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 I forgot the other thing. And they had protesters out in front of the building that I was doing the workshop in. I just walked right by them, and uh, they were standing out there with their little signs protesting that this was evil, 
that what I was doing was wrong. Ugh, I just couldn't even believe it. Um, but what I do, sweetie pie, I just keep going. Just keep on plowing through, and I'm not going to let them stop me. That's crazy. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. That's what yeah. it is, honey. That I, I do have yeah. that resilience inside that I'm not going to let these people. Oh my gosh, there was another one. This lady sent a letter to my family and said, "Would you please stop doing what you're doing?" And she said, "There's a there was a church here somewhere in Minnesota that she really wanted to join, and they told her she could join the church if she could get the Bodines to stop doing what they were doing." And so she oh asked. She asked our whole family, please stop what you're doing because I really want to belong to this church. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Of course, as you can see, we did not stop doing what we were doing. We just wished her well. Um, It's it's crazy how people, oh, my gosh, people are fearful of this stuff. And it's absolutely, it just doesn't make sense to me. Because there... you might have known, um, I don't want to mention her name on the air, but there's a fairly well-known woman who worked with angels. And and she, yeah, <laughs> thank you for mentioning it because I didn't know if I wanted to. But, yeah, what what the heck happened there? I mean, Doreen Virtue, she's, you know, she wrote about angels. And now the information that she puts out uh, to people is that we're Satan worshipers and this is wrong. And like what? Because I have clients coming to me and saying, what the heck is that? What happened? I know. I know, honey. I've asked so, so many people have asked me. What? I bet you have. Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, and people, I mean, I've had students crying saying to me, well, I, now I don't know what to do. And again, that's yeah. why we need to connect with our intuition because it'll let us know if, if what she's saying is right or wrong, uh, I think it's interesting that I, I I don't know why I don't what I I I all I can gather from the the rumors that I've heard is that it all had to do with a relationship that she was in and he was um, a person against all of this and so I think that's what this is honey is she's following him oh interesting yeah yeah because i mean that was a pretty big deal when doreen virtue comes out and says you know this stuff is bad this is satanic it's evil are you kidding me so (laughs) um people have asked me well should i follow her should i buy her stuff should i continue to believe in what she said and I just tell people that's where you got to go to your gut and just ask, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's mm. good to know because I, uh, when that was brought to my attention, I heard that and I just thought, like, wow, what in the world? Especially the words that she used when she talked about satanic worship, worshiping, and all that. I thought, wow, what happened yeah, to this terrible. woman who's yeah, very interesting, very interesting. So yeah, I, when, go ahead. I just think it's a shame. I think it's a shame, but um, you know what? It's good for all of us because it does force us to look at, well, what do we believe? And uh, is this is this wrong? Is this evil? Satanic? Oh, God. Um, 
Yeah, somebody told me she put out quite a little video um, at Easter time. Oh, and I didn't even listen to it, but I just heard what people said, and it was pretty bad, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. do you believe, like people ask me, like do you believe in dark entities or evil spirits that could um, infiltrate or come into a person that all of a sudden there's a switch or some darkness that could come into us. Do you believe in that? Do you under, you know, you know, that's a good question. Um, Way back when I got into all of this, um, my teacher said, don't ever forget this echo. Like attracts like. And so if you are someone who's very dark, uh, as far as your beliefs, then you are going to attract dark spirits to you, people just like yourself who are maybe committed suicide, they're very depressed. Um, We attract to us what we are like. And I have found that to be true over the years. Um, uh, As far as, you know, a lot of people talk about attachments and possession. Um, yeah, I definitely believe people can become possessed because I've seen it and I've been in situations where I've gone and pulled that spirit out of someone's body. Um, let's see. But you know what, honey? Evil spirits, in all the years that we've done ghost busting, I've never met an evil spirit. I've met ghosts that are cranky and mean uh, and are very negative. And these are folks that just don't want to go on to the other side. And um, they can, you know, they can try to create havoc for people. But, you know, if people could just see them the way my brother and I see them, they're really just people. And they're, they're just like, you know, if you could, if, for all your listeners, if they could think of somebody in their life that's just been really grumpy or really negative you know, never says anything positive. They're just grumpy, negative people. Okay, when they die, that's how they're going to be. Some people, you know, we have this illusion or this this belief that when we die, we're going to become like angelic-like or something like that, which <laughs> yeah. is so far from the truth. I mean, I mean, oh my gosh, we are what we are. When we're on the other mm-hmm. side, we we are who we are, and so yes, I've seen cranky, yeah, cranky, cranky ghosts, but nothing evil, honey. I've never seen anything evil. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. In all the work that I've done, and channelings I've done, and readings I've done, and places I've gone, like you, I can feel spirits that feel a little uncomfortable for me to be around, but I've I've never. Ex- and you'd think that I would have, but I've never right. experienced like icky, ooey, gooey, dark energy fields. And I, I agree what your teachers said to you a long time ago, that if that, if you're not carrying that vibration within your body, then mm-hmm. you don't attract that, that kind of character and that energy um, to yeah. you in that work that you do. Um, yeah. You know, you talked about your brother echo. Tell the audience a little bit about you come from what, what some people say Americans, uh, America's most psychic family. Mm-hmm. So well, you want to tell them about have, that? Uh, 
Um, honey, you know, uh, it's kind of cool. We have, uh, well, our mom was very psychic. Mom and I took psychic development classes together. Uh, my sister Nikki is a medium, and my brother Michael is a psychic. Um, and mom did psychic work uh, before she passed. She was a really good tarot reader, but she also used her psychic abilities. And my other brother, my in, my other brother doesn't like it when we talk about him, but he he really has. I mean, he's not into the world of, you know, the paranormal like Michael, Nikki, and I are. Uh, but he also has psychic abilities. He's um, quite religious, and so, you know, the the language that he uses is is different languages that uh, different language that we use. I think mm-hmm. I know I know kind of what I mean, honey. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he is, he's he's <laughs> he's psychic, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know a way would he ever put out a shingle or admit to people that he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. family. That's my family. Um, Pretty cool. What the heck? Yeah. What the heck is going on right now on the planet with Trump and Putin and the UK stuff and the weather patterns and the tragedies in the schools? I mean, I I can't not but ask you that question because I think that they look to a person like you echo to help them be resilient and filter this through their, their system. So what in your observation or understanding or what you hear from Jesus Christ, what, what the heck is going on? Oh gosh, honey. Big question. (laughs) Oh man. Well, I just think it's one big mirror of a lot of the the things on earth that need, or let's say in our country, uh, well, yep. no, in the world, that need mm-hmm. healing, honey. It just seems like everything is coming to the surface. Everything, yep. all the secrets, all the, the uh, even the, the craziness, a lot of the craziness in the government, things that have to be changed. And I know that some people are so against changing anything and so we're seeing we're just seeing all of it the um, the inconsistencies everywhere that's what it seems like we're seeing you know mm-hmm. everything used, all the craziness used to be covered up and now I mean it just seems like every year we're on this planet another layer gets revealed and another layer and another layer and I, you know, frankly, I can't tell you what the deal is with with Trump or Putin. Um, you know, the part that makes me sad is so many people say this is just a reflection of where we're at, and that makes me sad to think that. You know, like really, this is where we're mm-hmm. at. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think we're better than this. I know we're better mm-hmm. than this, but. Mm-hmm. I guess it just all has to come to the surface so that we can heal it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. suppressing everything because it made it un- made us uncomfortable. Hmm. Now mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. just can't hide from it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Our life cer- certainly mirrors back to us energetically. Yeah. Kind of again, that whole energy thing is really important to to keep mm-hmm. um, talking about because it's. You know, 
I hear that as well, that it's not Trump or Putin. It's the, this is the symptoms of yeah. us right. that need to yeah. change and that we need to go back in. And I think that's the reason why your place and the work that you do and the healers mm-hmm. that you have at your um, healing center is so profound and needed and necessary at this time, because if they come to your place or my place, and mm-hmm. they begin the healing process, then we begin to heal the world. Is that how you see it then? Yes, I do. Yep. I do, honey. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, some days it seems overwhelming, all the pain that is out there. And then other days, you know, I just walk around feeling so hopeful that, okay, this is a phase we're in now and it's going to work out. It's going to be better. Uh, we're not going to have this division all the time. But, you know, the other thing that we're learning, too, is, you know, before Trump was elected, a lot of us just went about our day every day. We didn't learn about the government. We didn't. We all just assumed our neighbor had the same political uh, aspirations that we do uh, or beliefs. And this is bringing everything up for people. Now we're seeing, oh, that's how you believe. Oh, I didn't know that about you. And, um Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we just went on about our life every day, not really just focusing on our life. And what this is, what this is, what's happened here is that it's no longer just about us, but we're seeing so much of what people believe. And well, then it it causes us to pause and say, "Wow, do I believe that? Hmm. Oh, maybe I do, or oh, maybe I don't." So it's creating change everywhere, and I think it's important. That's why we come to this plane, this earth plane, because our souls want to grow. And, boy, I tell you, if this isn't a time for us to really grow and learn, learn about ourselves, you know, what do we believe and what don't we believe and what do we think is right, what do we think is wrong? I mean, that's kind of what it's all providing for us, honey. He has a whole bunch of experiences oh, to figure yeah. out where we fit in the whole scheme of things. So, yeah, it's a big deal what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with all that that you said. It's just it gives us a a whole lot to reflect on of what is missing within us, how we can raise our consciousness and put that in pure love and mm-hmm. be in that consistency of that. And that's what I, you know, sitting in a, per, a church pew every Sunday and listening is different than becoming what Jesus Christ wanted us to become and do here upon the planet. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. And yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Yeah. Gosh. So have you heard from other healers or other people's perspectives that a lot of people will be leaving the earth plane at this time because of yes. the great changes? Okay. Yes. Um, I had a reading with Maria Shaw about, um, I see here, about three weeks ago. Yeah, I think it's been three weeks now. And um, I made a decision about a relationship, and I wanted to make sure that it was the right thing. It felt like the right thing, but I I didn't want to get out of the relationship if we were just going to end up right back in it. So that's why I contacted her, and she said, well, Echo, your timing is uh, perfect. And she said, it's today that Saturn 
did something retrograde with something. Oh, God, girl, I'm not good at this. And uh, uh, she said, today and between now and August, she said, a lot of people are going to be getting out of bad relationships and a lot of people are leaving the planet. And it's because Saturn did something to Uranus, I think. And uh, I'm not sure. And don't quote me. Oh, my God. Well, you can quote me, but be sure to quote that I also don't know what I'm talking about. But I do know <laughs> that she said that. That, um, it, And, it, honey, I think it was right at, right at the beginning. Let's see, April. No. Yeah, it was at the end of April. Uh, and she... Um, yep, she said, I can't remember the exact date, doggone it, but um, anyway, between now and then, in August, yeah. a lot of people are going to be leaving, and a lot of people are getting into get, getting out of relationships. And a lot of huh. people, you know, the other thing she said, honey, is a lot of people are, are really going to be looking for happiness, I mean, really searching for happiness. What is happiness, and how can they get it? instead of just staying in bad relationships. So that would be interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. Because I've been seeing a lot of people who are really, really sick, and I mean really sick with cancer and things like that. And do you think that's their exit plan right now because of what the world is going through, or is that vibrate? I mean, what the heck is that, too, when I see so much of that? I know, sweetheart. It's everywhere. It just seems like every yeah, time around, somebody else has cancer. Yeah. And, um, you know, honey, some people are, are finding, a friend of mine just, I mean, on a Tuesday, he found out he had cancer, and on Friday, he was dead. Um, oh, my gosh. I know, honey. It, it, it's like, oh, God. Um, it, and the people, I have this program called the Healing Pen Pal Program. And what it is is, Anybody that needs healing, I have 63 healers in this program, which is really cool. And so somebody, they send me uh, an email. It's bodine.echo at gmail.com. They send me their name, what they want healing for, and the city and state that they live in. And then I assign a healer to them. You should see the, oh, boy, you should see the, the requests that come in and the illnesses that people are dealing with. Holy smokes. It's, yep. You know what? I had to take a week off. I couldn't even read one more email because I felt overwhelmed with all of this yep. sadness and pain in people. And and then I finally sat down, and there were 19 re- more requests. It's like, okay, let's get this done. And so what I do is I just take their email and I forward it on to one of the healers and then I send them a nice email saying, you know, uh, your healer has started healing, sending absentee healing to you every day for 14 days and it's a free service. We don't charge for it. And um, so I'm a, I, I, now that I've told you all about it, for anybody out there who needs prayers, for any kind of healing, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, uh, it's echo. No, it's Bodine dot echo at gmail dot com, and the healer will send absentee healing to you every day for 14 days, 
And then all we, we all that we ask from people is that they please let us know at the end of 14 days how they're doing and if they need more healing. And if they need more, then the, the healer sends healing two more weeks. And it's a really nice program, and we get wonderful responses from people, which just always blows my mind. I mean, I just think it's so cool. And, you know, the bummer is a lot of people don't get back to us, and so you never know if it worked or didn't work. But anyway, that's the program. And, yeah, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of illness and disease right now. Uh, Just terrible. And, you know, the thing is, some of these people, the healing will actually help them die sooner if that's the way that this is meant to go for them. Um, mm-hmm. They will they will go. The, the healing will help the soul leave the body. So it isn't always going to be the way that people think healing should be. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's different. That's all I can say yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 I was telling one of our young women here at the center who does healings that you put a cloth or a napkin or a tissue between your hands uh, when you're healing someone. I I was just wondering if you kind of explain that. Sure. Why you, you know do what? that? Or <clears throat> okay, when I was told by this psychic that I was born with the gift of healing, she said, <clears throat> "Echo, I only have two things to tell you. One is that." You have to always remember it. God, it's God that heals people. You're just a channel. And secondly, always use white hankies underneath your hands when you're channeling healing. And <clears throat> so I said to her, well, uh, why? And she said, I don't know. That's what her guides were telling her. And um, so, okay. Um, and that was the first night... <clears throat> that I ever channeled healing consciously to someone. And my dad was at home with a migraine headache. And uh, so she said to me, go home and put your put some hankies on your father's head and put your hands on his head and just ask God to work through you. And, oh, my gosh, girl, I was so nervous. I, I what? Born with the gift of healing? Are you kidding me? But I did. I went home and I asked Dad if I could use a couple of his hankies and I put him on his head, and then I put my hands on his head, and I said, okay, God, I don't know what to say, but will you heal my dad? And my hands heated up like little heating pads. And hmm. um, and then after, I mean, literally, it was probably 30 seconds that my hands were on his head. And then they just cooled off all by themselves. And I took my hands off of his head, and my dad said, well, well, actually, the words my dad used were, well, I'll be damned if my headache isn't gone. And <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I've always used hankies underneath my hands. Or if I'm in a restaurant and somebody, um, you know, like I've been in a situation where I'm having dinner with somebody and somebody says, oh, my neck is killing me or, oh, I have a terrible headache or, oh, my back is. So I'll grab the napkin on the table. And I don't even, you know, I don't make it obvious at all. People don't even know that I'm doing it. I'll just put my hand on their back and uh, channel the healing. Now, why? What have I learned over the years about this? Well, 
One thing, very practical thing I've learned is that sometimes, especially in the summertime when I'm doing a healing on somebody, my hand will heat up and it'll get so hot that my body sweats. And so the hanky protects them from, you know, their clothing getting wet. Okay. But the other thing is that I've never gotten sick from channeling a healing to someone. And I do know some healers that take on the illness of the person. And I think... I, see, and I, I'm not sure, but I think that the hanky protects me from mm-hmm. anything, you know, picking up their energy or anything, because I always feel just fine after a healing. And I've met healers that get sick after they do a healing or they take on the person's energy. That's not a good thing. Now, the other thing that's really cool is that, okay, I was doing a healing on a lady one day from Hawaii, just doing a reading, and she said, you know, I was so bummed that my husband couldn't come with me on this trip. And so she, I said, well, why not? And she said, because he has a lot of stomach problems, and he was afraid to fly. And, okay, well, in her reading, the guides said to me, go grab a couple of hankies and grab one of your stones. Okay, so I did that. And they, I said to them, okay, now what? And they said, fill the hankies full of healing energy. Just sit and hold them with the intention of filling them up with healing energy. And they said, I said, okay. So I just held them in my hands while I continued to do her reading. My hands were really hot and they just, I could feel the energy going into the hankies. And then they said, okay, now put a stone in the middle of the hankies and wrap the hankies up really tight and put a rubber binder around them. And he said, um, and have her take these home to her husband when she goes back home. And so I gave that to her, and she said, well, I'm not going to be home for two weeks. And I looked at the guide, and he said, oh, that doesn't matter. Okay, so she goes home two weeks later. She takes out the hankies. She takes out the stone, and she tells me the stone and the hankies are all very hot. And Hmm. he put them on his stomach, and his stomach pain went away. Hmm. So that's another thing that we've done. Oh, my gosh, there was a nun who came here to Minnesota from Wisconsin. She had cancer, and she, I think they gave her six months to live. And so I channeled healing to her, and my guide said, all right, now, gather up. Because what I do is I, I, oh God, I have like 100 hankies now. So I'll just, wherever I feel led to channel healing, I'll grab a hanky, and I put a bunch of hankies all over her body. Like I think there were six hankies. Okay, and so I go to each hanky, okay, channeling the healing, okay, and... Um, Oh, my gosh. Um, They said, gather the hankies, put them in an envelope. Okay, I did that. And they said, tell her to take these home and put them on her every night when she goes to bed. And when they feel empty, have them bring them, have her mail them back to you. She lived for another Four years, she would, every once in a while, I would get this package in the mail, 
and it would be her hankies, and she said, would you please fill these up again? And, yep, and I'd fill them up, and I would just sit. I could be watching TV, and I would fill up the hankies, and I'd mail them back to her. And we did that for, I believe it was four years. And then one day in the mail came the hankies, and they were nicely cleaned and ironed, and uh, they were from one of the nuns, the other sisters, and she said, you know, Sister Anne passed away, and um, she was very grateful for her hankies, and we really believe that it was God that worked through the hankies and kept her alive for four years instead of six months. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's quite a story. That's really wonderful. It's really wonderful. Yeah. And you do wonderful work because you do a lot of this, like you said, the healing line that you have of all of these healers is free for people who uh, really need help at this yep. time, really need help at this time. Yep. So, but it's, again, this whole thing like, um, is it our will, God's will, if we leave the planet at this time? Or is it, are we working collaboratively with um, this yeah. consciousness that we call God that, okay, I'm done, I'm out of here? No, honey, you know what I've seen is that um, it's the souls, it's part of the souls contract that, you know, it's written in their life plan that they want to accomplish this and this and this and this and this and this um, by, you know, a certain age. And, um, and, and then if they, and then they're done, done, done. And I've seen, or at least I've heard, learned from astrologers that we all have like these things in our our astrology chart called um, exit points. So we all have exit points where some of us have just one exit point in our chart. And that means that, okay, when that date comes, when that time comes, it's time for us to go. Um, And some of us have exit points, which means that we come up to a time in our life, maybe uh, let's say, um, like, for example, I had an exit point when I was 29. I had an emergency um, hysterectomy. And, um, okay, I had it on a Tuesday, and I woke up on Saturday. And I didn't know that. When I woke up, I, my friend, my astrologer friend was actually sitting at the end of my bed, and I was really surprised to see her. And she ran and got the nurse. She said, oh, my gosh, she's awake, she's awake. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that it was Saturday. I thought it was still just Tuesday. And uh, the nurse said, boy, you gave us quite a scare. You've been gone since Tuesday. And I said, well, what day is this? And she said, Saturday. Okay, I believe that. And and my astrologer, then she told me that the reason she was there at the hospital, she said, was because that was my exit point. Okay, so what I believe happened was that I left my soul left my body during that surgery. I went and talked with the elders on the other side, had quite a meeting with them because I was gone for four days, and then decided, no, I'm going to keep on going. And um, we all have, at least that's what I have found, is we have graduation date. That's what the souls call it, is graduation date. And our soul strives to graduate strives always for that date and then uh, when it starts to come usually about six months before our death what I have seen is that people start mm, they start doing things like 
getting their affairs in order, um, just going through everything, getting things in order. And you might wonder, hmm, I wonder why, I don't know, I just feel like I'm supposed to do this. And then when the soul, when the person does die, if they've gotten things in order, the soul feels relieved. Um, they they feel like I can leave and everything is in order. And then for the souls who, you know, they were trying to get the message through to their conscious mind that, you know, I'm going to be graduating soon. You might want to get your affairs in order. I think it's a good time to get things figured out here. And the soul will keep bringing thoughts like that to the conscious mind. And people can choose not to do that. And they leave kind of a mess for people. Uh, because if when their graduation day comes, it comes. And that's yeah. when we're out of here. Now, where is God in all this? Um, God is there with us, with our soul, as we leave our body. God helps us to go through this transition. Uh, You know, a lot of people don't believe in God. They don't believe in life after death. And so for the folks who don't believe in life after death, I think those are the folks that end up being ghosts. They just roam the Uh earth. They, You know what I mean? Yeah, never thought about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Honey, do you realize every question you've asked me, I give you like a half an hour answer. I'm so sorry. I, it's like, uh, no, so much... I love it. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. No, I love it. I love good. it. I love it. Okay, good. what are three personal practices do you think people can do at this time to help them stay resilient during this time of change? What would you advise people if they were going to have three personal spiritual practices? What would that be at this time? Well, honey, I would first of all, again, say get connected to your intuition. It's extremely important. The second thing is just take life a day at a time. And I know that that sounds so cliche, you know, oh, everybody says that. All the spiritual teachers say that. Yeah, but it's true. (laughs) If we only had to figure out today, if we only had to deal with today, that takes away the anxiety, that takes away the depression. If we only had today, oh my gosh, we can do it if we only had today. So that is, I'm not sure if that's at the top of the list or learning how to listen to your intuition is the top of the list. Let's see. What would the third one be? Uh, See, because if you're living a day at a time, and it, it, it takes practice to do that because we're so used to focusing on the future. But if you lived right now in the present day, and forgot about tomorrow and thought about, wow, what would I really like to accomplish today? Oof. That would be really good for everybody if we could all do that. But, again, people don't usually do that because they some people think it's irresponsible. Uh, but, actually, it is not irresponsible. It's the only day we have in front of us. You know, somebody, um, I know time is running out, um, but I... I just want to tell you a quick story. My, I was talking to my publisher the other day, and he was saying that this friend of his, she was always, always so worried about money, about her future. You know, did she save enough? And 
did she retire at the at the right time? And oh my gosh, what if what if she didn't? And what if the money isn't going to carry her through until she dies? And he said she was so obsessed about it. And you know, we all tried to tell her, you know, try to live a day at a time. No, 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 she couldn't do that. No, 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 that was irresponsible. Okay, he said. And then one day, she dropped dead in her kitchen. So it's oh. like. She was so focused on the future, on not having enough for her future. And he said she was totally not living in today. So that's what we all need to do. You know, even the scary stuff with the government and where are we all going. Um, The good news right now is that all the astrologers are saying, all the secrets are being revealed right now. That's why it just seems like such hard times. But we are going to make it. We only have to focus on today. And the other thing is, the last thing I would say, I guess, is to try to look at everything from the bigger picture. You know, what are we getting out of the news? What are we learning about ourselves from the news? Um, or whatever, whatever situation goes on, whatever Trump decides to do from day to day, if we can look at it from a higher perspective of um, what can we learn from this, what can our soul take with us to the other side when we graduate, that's what we want to do. So intuition, taking it a day at a time, and trying to look at everything from a higher perspective. Those are the three things I would yeah, yeah, okay. that's powerful. That's powerful, and I think that's really important. Those are three really wonderful things for us to mm-hmm. think about and take home with. So I, I thank you. So if people are wanting to get a hold of the many books that you've written and workshops that you provide at your center and getting a hold of you with the healers, where can they go again? What is your website? They can go right to echobodine.com. It's okay. really, no. Is that right? Yeah, www. That's what I have. Yeah. Okay, honey. Yeah. Go to my website. Everything's on there. Um, And the yeah, the pen pals are on there. That little brochure is on there about for helpful hints for people who are trying to get into this as a business. It's all there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you for being on the program because I know that you are a busy, busy, busy woman. So I deeply (laughs) appreciate you saying yes when we have the opportunity to connect our souls and that kindred spirit of love and to give that information out there. And um, I appreciate the work and the resiliency that you have had to keep on keeping on. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, enjoy the rest of your spring and summer. Have a little fun. I know. I know. Let's all try to do that. Instead of focus on the heavy, let's try to have fun. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. (laughs) All right. You know what? Maybe you and I should check with each other in the fall and just see, did we really do it? Yeah. I'll check in with you. I'll I'll text your email and say, hey, did you have fun? Did you have fun? Did you have fun? So uh, uh, we... We will uh, tell our audience if uh, we teach you that teaching that, we were going to do that too. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, good. Okay, well, you take care. Thanks so much, Echo. Thanks so much. I You're appreciate welcome, it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Well, my audience, I thank you for listening once again to this fantastic interview with Echo Bodine. She is, I told you she'd be clear and concise and um, so wonderful in her um, resiliency to keep on keeping on. And so we wish that for all of you as well. Once again, I want you to remember that we do have a great, great star gathering here at the Hope Interface Center, June 22nd, June 23rd. A, a wonderful price both days for $222 to listen to these fantastic speakers. And I always tell everybody what uh, dear Reverend Carrie Chapman says is that if you happen to come, what happens at the center, what happens at this uh, keynote experience, and we're not having keynote speakers, we're really having a keynote experience where people can come. And last year, what was reported was that gifts are going to be revealed. Layers and layers of doubt, layers of fear will be released. So you can absolutely see the gifts that you have uh, that are so pronounced and so needed upon the planet at this time. We also believe that there can be uh, what I call instantaneous cures and healings because we have so many healers within this workshop that we are doing for this retreat so if you or if you hear or know of anyone who needs to have layers kind of peeled off and healing to occur i would invite you to uh, join us at the hope interface center for this gathering once again you can either call us at 536-1242 or you connect with us through the hope interface center Dot com and we will get you all signed up and ready to go. We are going to be having a wonderful live um, telecast on our blog talk show on June 25th. That's the next one that we will be having. That will also be a Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And we are going to be talking to Paul and Jill Westerholm. They are embracing the call of they sold all of their belongings. They sold their house. They sold their furniture. They sold a lot of their clothes because they began to do the um, traveling across the nation to see where they are going next. And because I know them both personally, they are also distant healers of Reiki. And um, I thought it would be very interesting to talk to two people who have just decided to listen to spirit 100% and sell it and take off and go across the nation, finding their next spot here upon the planet. That takes some bold and bravery and trust and resiliency to do that as well. So please join us next month on June 25th, live at 7 p.m., on our Pure Hope Show. Until we meet again, I just wish you all well. Namaste, namaste, namaste. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true. Be true.